Hey guys, welcome, and thanks for listening to That Loudmouth Lady, the political podcast where I speak my mind about whatever might be going on in the government right now. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, This is Jen. Uh, It is July 10th of 2019, and it has been quite an eventful couple of weeks for me. Uh, I hope you guys have had a good couple of weeks. I hope you had a good fourth. Um, I personally, I worked. I did some hair, and then I came home, and I hung out with my family, but we really didn't do anything. Um, It's hard to celebrate what you're embarrassed of, you know what I mean? So we just didn't, I didn't, well, might have said a couple negative things that probably triggered some people I know, but that was before the actual day of, um, on the 4th, we just enjoyed the day, whatever, um, didn't really make it about anything. So, but, so to get into what we're here to talk about today, we, we, when I say we, I am a member of a few different groups up here in Temecula. It's Marietta area. It's one of the only ways I've been able to remain sane since moving to this area. Um, because it is so filled with conservatives, when you go to the average local group, like we have one called Temecula Talk, Marietta Talk. Um, like every city has a talk page around here and things like that. When it gets to politics, it tends to get it tends to lean really conservative and really ugly. Uh, like one person, said one time posted, uh, you know, asking about if there are LTB, LGBTQ, uh, allies, things around here for them. Um, and there is starting to be a pride festival, but typically we respond to, you know, check with San Diego or with PFLAG that we do have a chapter of PFLAG up here. Um, but then, of course, there's a massive amount of why do you care about that sort of thing? Why would you want to bring that into this community? Um, I love our country. I love our flag. Um, you know, just a lot of negativity that really just isn't necessary to be there. Oh, actually, it, here's another example. The other day, one lady uh, posted on one of the groups asking to get her son's hair colored. Uh, It was a really fun, bright green color. She wanted to do it for him. He'd had really, really good grades, and it was summertime, whatever, so she wanted to let him have a little fun, and one of the first comments was, uh, why would you want to make him look like a fag? And I just, I I did the angry react because it was the only thing I could do. I wasn't going to respond, and then I responded letting her know I'd love to help her out, um, I didn't know what they were looking for. I think they ended up just going with some sort of like that hair putty stuff that I don't know if any of you have seen that'll change the color of hair, but I think they went with that instead. But either way, um, I was a little astonished that people would respond like that to a mother who was looking to get her son's hair done. But that is the community that we're in. It is a little sadly more conservative here. So I joined a Rise and Resist group. I joined a Temecula Valley Democrats group. I've joined a Moms Demand Action group up here. I've joined uh, many different um, progressive or liberal groups up here and met people that are like-minded up here so that I can keep my sanity and not want to lose my shit. So anyway, me and then three other members of the Temecula Valley Democrats group and then the friend of one of the members, a, a friend of one of the members, I should say, uh, all drove down yesterday 
to attend a rally outside of the trial for the mismanagement of of spending of campaign funds for the congressman down in that area. His name is Duncan Hunter. So a little background on that case. Duncan Hunter, like I said, he is the congressman for, uh, it's a lot of San Diego, like lower San, or upper San Diego, uh, over into Ramona, and then it borders north, it borders, Teme- it, it's on Temecula. Temecula is the last city. So technically, I have, I have no bone to pick in this fight. I have no leg to stand on. I have nothing to say in anything. Duncan Hunter is not my congressman. He is not my representative. So what he does doesn't truly, well, I can't say it doesn't truly affect me, but it doesn't, it's not my money he's spending. It is my friend's money he's spending. It is my coworker's money he is spending. And I do work in Temecula. I, my business is in Temecula. So in that way, you know, some of what he does affects me. Um, but my, my home address, he does not. So anyway, you know me, love to ramble. Um, he is charged with spending over $250,000 of campaign funds on personal things. Um, he and his wife both are in this, in trouble together. Um, initially they were both pleading not guilty the wife has since changed her mind. She has since pled guilty and actually is interested in testifying against her husband in trial in a few months. Um, Duncan Hunter, however, has kept his not guilty plea. He doesn't plan on changing anything on that. Um, they are accused of spending money on multiple family vacations, going to places like Italy and London. Um, in Italy, in fact, he tried to make it look like a business trip after they had already got there. He sent out a request to go visit a naval base. Um, his, his request was basically denied because the only date that they could give to work that would work for him or work with him uh, wasn't good for him. It was only good for the Navy. And I imagine, you know, they have a lot of work to do to make sure that everything is set for a Congress congressional visit. So like security and stuff like that. So, um, they just said, you know, this is the only date that we can do. And he said, that date's not going to work for me. Fuck the Navy. And unfortunately for him, he sent that in either a text or an email. So they have it in writing that he said that which doesn't bode too well for him. Um, Like I said, he went to London. Uh, He took his family to to Vegas. Like, they went to Vegas on the campaign money. That's insanity. Um, He, one of the silly ones, but one that always makes me giggle, he spent $600 on a flight for his pet rabbit. I'm not sure if that was when they acquired the pet rabbit, if that was just getting the pet rabbit from one place to another on a vacation. I don't even know. I, but I do know that there was $600 spent on a plane ticket for a bunny rabbit that is a pet of theirs named Egbert. Um, and what was fun was actually last week when we attended the first round of his trial, there was a gentleman dressed up as a bunny with a free Egbert sign that walked around the whole morning. Um, so, you know, really putting a point to the, the bunny rabbit. Um, they also spent some of the campaign money on private school tuition for their children. Um clothing and all sorts of other ridiculous items just because you know they wanted to live 
$170,000 wasn't enough to give them the lifestyle that they wanted to live, so they had to take campaign money to do the rest of it. And then, to top it all off, and this is honestly, this is why I think that Duncan Hunter's wife went the other route and decided that she now wants to testify against him, and that is because they found out that some of the money that, from the campaign that he was spending fraudulently, he was spending on five different affairs that he had been having with different women. Um, some had been lobbyists in the campaign, I believe, and others were just women that he had met. Um, they are individuals 14 through 17. No names have been released, I'm sure, for their safety, because especially in this day and age of social media, I don't think it would have it would be safe to release their names before they come out and testify. Um, but so, you know, it's really juicy. That's that's really like he's he's a class act that one. That's some interesting things to decide to spend campaign money on. And that's not even all of it. I don't have a full list for you. I could look it up. But there were 83 indictments on him, 23 of which were added just yesterday. So, you know, they've got they've got some stuff and a lot of it is in writing and a lot of it you know, they've got their proof. They've got their receipts. They're ready. They're ready. They have their receipts and they're ready to return their, their goods. Um, so last week there were three of us. We just went down myself and a couple girls from the Temecula Valley Democrats group. Um, we brought homemade signs. I live, I did live videos for Facebook. Um, and you know, we stood outside with our signs and it w- last week it was just protesters. So just people that were against um, Hunter. We waited for him to show up and let him know that we were there for him. Um, flanked him on the way in, waited and hung out, flanked him on the way out. It was kind of a joy to be able to see how miserable he was because that right away let us know that whatever decisions they had made last week weren't positive for him. Um, and the one, I know a few things were decided last week, but the one thing that really sticks out in my head was that he wanted to try and, um, keep the whole thing about the affairs under, under wraps and not have that be a part of it. And the lawyer or the judge was like, yeah, no, sorry, that's not going to happen. Um, call it what you want, but what happened there will be discussed and we'll all be brought up at trial. So it's not being, um, ignored or whatever he wanted them to do. Uh, so he had a really bad week last week, but we got to watch him out. And my friend Tammy from the group, she got interviewed by a few different news stations as well as getting herself in a few good shots with her um, one with a poster that she had made. And for, for the life of me right now, the um, the slogan on it was uh, is just I can't get it. But it really like it was her behind his head. And, like, every news station just took that photo because it was great. It's a great shot. Like, really, it is. Um, So, that was last week. Uh, And then this week, five of us went down. So, it was Tammy and I again. And then two more women from the Temecula Valley Democrats group. And then one gal that's a friend of Tammy's. And I brought, I did bring a sign this time and it commented on some of the stuff that he's used his money for and whatever. And then Tammy brought another, another sign. Um, this one said security risk because that one thing that most people don't know is he doesn't have security clearance as a congressman. He can't get it because he's under indictment. So he can't do 
his job because he can't get security clearance. So he's not doing anything, but he's collecting his paycheck. And now he's, you know, in trial. So I guess, I guess he's doing something. He's just not doing anything for his constituents. Um, so, you know, there's, and again, so if you look at any of the San Diego news channels, you'll see Tammy again with that fun poster right above his head as he's, or next to his head as he's walking in. She's good at getting him. She, she said that she, uh, likes to attribute it to all the mosh pits that she was in when she was younger. They helped, and with her kids, I think that they helped her, you know, build up the strength to get in there because I certainly didn't have it. My shoe got stepped on and I was done. I was all the way in the back. And I could not catch up. And the next thing I know, he was inside. So, you know, that's awesome. So, but even before that happened, we arrived. So we all got there. We walk up. And there is a table. And there is a group of people sitting around it. And you can tell already that these people are his supporters. They have his campaign signs. His pre-printed campaign signs. And then they have... Posters that they had printed up at the local copy store. Um, a couple, some of them, they're like huge. They're like people sized posters. It's freaking ridiculous how much money they probably spent on these, these things. And a few of them were about the two prosecutors um, having to be dismissed for the Hatch Act. And then. The others were regarding um, Duncan Hunter's support of a gentleman named Sergeant Gallagher. Uh, Sergeant Gallagher was convicted, or not convicted, he was accused of committing war crimes and murder and murder of a 14-year-old um, combatant, and he was found not guilty last week. And, uh, you, you know, everyone has the, their opinion on it. I'm, uh, my opinion is that they picked the wrong side but you know uh, I was not in the courtroom per se I don't you know I didn't hear what they did I so I don't know why exactly they made the decision they did but they did anyway Duncan Hunter supported him so the other two posters were about that um so as soon as we walked up and put our signs up they grabbed their signs and stood across the the dirt path from us with their huge signs that covered their entire bodies and, you know, and for a little while, it was just that we just sat there, both sides, um, our side started to get more, um, and more people, their side got a little bit more people. Then next thing you know, they have a microphone, and they're starting to chant. And they went through a few from Semper Fi to respect to uh, three tours uh, to, um, which I think, I think they're trying to say he did three tours, so forget what he did and just respect the man, like, it doesn't matter that he's doing illegal things, the fact that he served three tours should just, you know, negate it all, which I personally do not agree with, um, and then the last one I loved, they called us all sore losers, because, you know, they're, in regards to Amar, um, Camp and Najjar and his loss against Duncan Hunter in the last election, which, you know, for me, that's funny because again, I can't vote for either of them. So I'm not a sore loser because I, I didn't lose. Like it wasn't mine. I'm solely here for support of my friends for honestly to get, you know, some stuff for this podcast and to really, 
uh, get a good focus for it and just to really, you know, get into my activism a bit more. I, and I just, I honestly, I, San Diego is my home. That's where I come from. That's, I, I know people who know him personally and went to high school with this man. Like it's, you know, a very personal subject to me in some ways. So I am all about being there and, you know, using my activism in a way that I feel is a positive impact. So, you know, so when we went back and forth with our chants, uh, we did oorah, we laughed when they said respect because that's just not going to happen. Um, we did uh, shame on Duncan, shame, shame, shame. Um, a lot of the shame on Duncan one. Um, and then a little bit later, we all moved out to the street. We wanted, you know, obviously you want your flyer, your, your poster seen by people that are passing, not just each other. So, you know, we could sit there and chant to each other till the cows come home, but we're not really doing anything about getting the word out about why we're even there if we're just showing our posters to each other. So we went out to the street. Uh, we tried to take up as much of the front area as we could and keep his supporters back behind us. Uh, but, you know, a few, of course, popped on up and were up in the front. And then there was this one man. I would call him a gentleman, but he's not. Um, he was, and he was wearing a name badge um, for the Knights of Columbus, which is something that I have to look into a little bit more. But, I mean, if he's a member of it, I have to assume what kind of people they are. Uh, his name was Tony Villafranca, and I found later he is also running for supervisor in South Bay, California, which is the lower portion down by Chula Vista uh, National City, that area. Um, so he's running for supervisor on a very um, hate-filled um, campaign, anti-immigration, anti-LGBTQ, anti-women's choice, anti-union. Uh, he, he's just anti a lot of things. Um, the only thing that he seemed to be pro, which I agreed with him on, was cleaning up the oceanfront. You know, that definitely is a big thing for me. People just leave their trash everywhere and people don't give a shit about our ocean and our planet and it's really sad. So for that, you know, I do... We, we have one thing clearly that we can agree on. But this man approached us um wanting to know if we you know support a woman's choice if we support lgbtq if we support gay and transgender people um my first response was of course i do like that's not even a question in any way shape or form and then he tried to talk about how they're ruining family values they're you know, what's wrong. Uh, he mentioned something about there being a rally for one of those things. I don't, I don't even know what, um, down the street. And I was like, no, sir, that's next weekend and I'll be there. Don't worry. Um, so if you will be too, let's have a conversation again. No, please actually don't. I hope he, I, I hope I never have to see this man's face again. Um, but he just, you know, he was trying to, his point was that, if we're okay with that, then we don't get to complain about Duncan Hunter's five affairs and what that means to family values. Because clearly, you know, we have no values if we are okay with um, the LGBTQ community and um, women's rights and things like that. So, you know, I just, I could feel the rage 
boiling. I could feel the anger rising. And so I just found my own mantra and I said, that's not why we're here today, sir. That has nothing to do with today, sir. That has nothing to do with Duncan Hunter, sir. And I just kept repeating those three things. That's not why we're here today, sir. That has nothing to do with today, sir. That is not, that has nothing to do with Duncan Hunter, sir. Over and over. And he kept at me and he kept at me. And I, I even, I stuck my hand in his face. I said with my hand in his face, we're, this is not why we're here today, sir. We're not having this discussion right now. This has nothing to do with what he did. And he kept going. So finally I took my poster board and I stuck that in his face. And I started chanting shame on Duncan over, over, over again. And other people started chanting shame on Duncan and he finally stopped. And so then I, you know, I moved the poster board back so that it was facing the street and we chanted a little. And then as soon as we started quieting, he came back over and tried to approach again. So my poster board went back in his face. And again, I just started chanting. And as soon as he walked away, I put it down. Things got quiet. One more time, he approached. I put my poster board up in his face. I was not going to engage. I was not going to... That's not why I was there. I was not there to engage with someone on topics that have nothing to do with Duncan Hunter and what he has done. And I'm not going to sit there and argue with an ignorant bigot who's not even going to listen to, you know, why I think the way I do about those topics. So why would I waste my time on this man? You know, all I can do is hope that the people of South Bay know who he is, which it, you know, that's pretty easy to figure out. If you go on his Facebook page, he, he spells it right out for you. He spells it all out for you, how he wants to shut down Planned Parenthood, how he's anti-union, how the LGBTQ are trying to destroy our children. Like, he's, he is a sick fucking man, and I hope that I never have to have any interaction with him again. And I truly, truly hope, and I believe, that the people of South Bay are smarter than to vote for him and put him as their supervisor down there, because... It would be a shame to think that that man represents anyone. So we had that little interaction. That all ended. Finally, Duncan showed up. We all flagged him down. This time he actually brought bodyguards with him because he knew he was going to get, um, you know, approached. He was going to get bombarded with people. Um, and he did from both sides. He, his supporters, you know, were right behind him, but we were right behind, but we were right by him too. And that's how my girl Tammy got another photograph with this week's poster in, you know, right behind his head. Cause she, she's amazing like that. Um, so he went in, we all sat outside and talked again, you know, held up our posters on the street. Um, this time Amar came, he actually wanted to try and have a conversation with Duncan. So he had asked that we not rush Duncan when Duncan came out of the courthouse, but to just hang out on the dirt area. So we did that. Um, we sat on the, we stood on the street for a little while and then went back and stood in the dirt area and waited for Duncan Hunter to come out. Uh, his dad came out first, walked on out, talked to a couple people as he was walking, but he just left, um, and the next thing I know, I see this rush of news people and protesters running the other direction. And we realized he went out the fucking back door. He had such a bad day in court yesterday that he didn't want to face the news reporters and he didn't want to face the protesters. So he went out the back door. 
And initially, I didn't think anyone caught him. And I was wrong. A few people did. A few people got him, but not many. Like, one or two managed to get to him before he got in his car and he took off. Because no one realized until it was right before he was getting in his car that he had even gone that direction. We kind of assumed that, like, last the first time, his dad would come out. And then he would come out because that's what they did. The first time they sent dad out as a decoy. So they did actually, they did that both times. The first time they sent dad out as a decoy, but the dad gave an interview. And while the dad was giving an interview, ranting about Hillary and these prosecutors going to a Hillary uh, rally and this and that, Duncan came sneaking out, trying to get away before anyone noticed him. But as soon as he came out the doors, everyone ignored his father and rushed him and followed him straight to his Jeep. So this time, they clearly used dad as a decoy again. Dad came out, dad walked to his car, and we're thinking, like, last time, dad's going to come out, and then Duncan will come out shortly after. No, dad came out. Same time dad came out, Duncan went out the back door. So dad was, again, a decoy, just a different kind of decoy. That man really, you know, Duncan really loves to use people. It's amazing. You know, and I'm sure dad was all for it. Um, Excuse me. That was a fun little sneeze. Um. I'm sure his dad was just fine with being used as a decoy, but it's just astounding to me how easy it is for Duncan to use people so that he doesn't have to, you know, be a good, honest, honorable person. Um, so he left, and then we started to find out what happened in the court. I mean, I assumed as soon as he went out the back door that it didn't go well for him, and it didn't. Um they the only thing they were supposed to decide on that they didn't decide on was the wife they were going to decide if she was going to get to testify they decided not to make a decision on that until court itself so in august they will decide um whether or not they're going to allow her to testify and i don't know i think that's kind of silly if she wants to testify let's let her testify it's one thing to to force her which they can't obviously can't do because a wife cannot be forced to testify against her husband. But if she's like, let me do it, freaking let her talk. Let the woman sing like a canary. What's the problem? Um, so that still has to be decided upon. But the two things, the two biggest things that they had to decide on yesterday was A, whether, well, sorry, there were three. A, whether or not they were going to move the case from here to, I believe, the Sacramento area to a more Trump-friendly district because he feels that he cannot get a fair trial down here. And that was denied. Uh, B, to get the case dismissed altogether because they feel that it should be dismissed based on the fact that you can't uh, prosecute someone in their official capacity. But the judge said that what was done was not done in official capacity. It was done in a personal capacity, so that doesn't count. And then um, the last one was, the, the okay, so this was the biggest and juiciest part. And I mentioned earlier, two, their posters were talking about they wanted the two prosecutors that are on the case, they want them re- taken off the case because they're saying about the Hatch Act. So these two women, uh, back in 2016, when Hillary was running for president, they attended a Hillary Clinton fundraiser. And they donated funds, I believe. I, I, they may not have donated funds, but I believe they did. Um, but they say they were there in an official capacity. Um, they did their jobs, whatever. And the, his supporters feel that they should be recused because of that. Because clearly they're Hillary supporters. They shouldn't be. He is a Trump supporter. There's no way that they're going to give him a fair trial. 
All right, well, I think they wouldn't have the job that they have unless they could be impartial. That seems to be, you know, that's just my opinion because clearly that's not always the case, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be where they are if they can't at least attempt to be impartial. Um, but it was actually revealed yesterday that one of Duncan Hunter's attorney was at the same fundraiser and also donated money to the Hillary Clinton fund. So you cannot complain that the prosecutors did it while not complaining that your own attorney did it. So the judge threw that out too. Sorry, buddy, you lose. Good day, sir. No golden ticket for you. Now, so now, I believe it's August 10th, he will be back in court. So, me and my girls plan to be back down to give him the warm welcome, as we so do. Because, you know, we're so kind and loving people. In fact, if he ever goes to jail, I would ha- be happy to give him a nice warm welcome there, too. Um, but, yeah, so that's been my last two weeks. That's been kind of what's happening if you're local to the area and you're interested in what's been going on with Duncan Hunter, um, give me a follow. Give me a you know watch on Facebook, especially on Twitter or on Instagram. Um, I like to taunt him on Twitter. That's one of my fun things. But, um, you know, I'm going to be following this trial. So if you're interested in what's been going on with him in the fact that, you know, he embezzled a lot of money from his constituents to do a lot of pretty messed up things. And, um, you want to, you know, keep up with what's going on with that. Definitely give me a follow, give me a, you know, like whatever. Um, and then a few other things before I go ahead and sign off for this week. Um, this Friday at the Temecula Valley Duck Pond, if any of you listening happen to live in the Inland Empire area, somewhere near Temecula, Murrieta, whatever, and you are, um, part, if you believe in the cause as we do, um, there will be a rally at the Temecula Duck Pond for Lights for Liberty. That is a charity that is working closely to help the immigrants that are, being detained at the border cities all throughout the country. Um, you know, it, it breaks my heart to see what's happening with them and how they're being treated and how many people can turn a blind eye and ignore what's being done to them. And so, you know, we're not allowed to directly buy them things or send donations or whatever, Um, I believe these donations are going towards like lawyers and things like that. Other things to assist in getting them the immigration hearings that they need. Um, You can look up Lights for Liberty actually and you can see exactly what it is that they're doing. Because I don't want to misspeak or misrepresent their charity in any way. But I do know that they're doing work and they're working hard to help those people. And so I will be at at the rally at the Duck Pond on Friday. It is from 8 to 10 p.m. Um. I will probably do a little live video. So if you want to, you know, see that it's ha- see what's happening, just, you know, show your support, but you can't be there. Um, pop on my Facebook. You can watch the Facebook live um, that I'll probably do at least for a few minutes, if not for a while. Um, anyway, if you're there, if you're able to come, come meet me. I would love to meet you. I would love to, you know, see that there's actually people that listen to me, you know, aside from my husband and, you know, my family, ha, my family doesn't listen to this. Most of them are conservatives. (laughs) Anyway. Um, and then one other thing, um, this is, you know, the one thing I, this I'm excited about and I can say I'm excited about it because it's fun. 
I will be at San Diego Pride all weekend this weekend. That's July 13th and 14th downtown. Um, the, I will be there from the beginning of the parade at 10 a.m. to sometime midday on Saturday at the festival. And then I will be there most of the day Sunday. Um, Saturday, I will be parked at the flagpole um, at the beginning of the parade route where the rainbow flag is, I will be joining Moms Demand Action and Free Mom Hugs, and we will be passing out mom hugs to anyone who wants one. So if you're there, if you come see me, let me know. Look for the rainbow-haired girl with the black tank top on that says Free Mom Hugs and has two bears because, you know, it's California. How could we not have the bears? Mama bears white, baby bears rainbow. My hair's rainbow. I would love to see it. Well, my roots are rainbow. The rest is gray, but... If you see me in any of the news pictures, you'll know what, my, what I look like. Um, anyway, little sidetracked there. Um, yeah, come see me at the come see me at the flagpole. Come give me a big old. I love hugs. I'm really weird. I'm really like introverted, but I'm not. It's it's such a weird. It's weird to be me. Um, I like to be home. I like to do nothing, and I like to be like hidden away in my little bubble. But for things like that. No, get me out there. I love it. I love it. So please give me all the hugs in the world. Um, if you need, you know, if you're one of those that actually, you know, if your family doesn't support you, I'm your family now. Let me know. I love you. I will support you. I'll be your new best friend. I'll be your mom. I'll be whatever you need me to be. Um, so yeah, I'll be there. And then Saturday I am volunteering with pride throughout the day. And then I will be hanging out in the evening for the Melissa Etheridge show because who the heck wouldn't, right? Anyway, so yeah, come see me, come say hi, follow me on all of my things. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. I loudmouth lady, you know how to look for me. I would love to chat with you. I would love to know what topics you would like me to cover in the future. Is there any political candidate doing any dirty stuff going on in your area? Uh, if so, if you want me to cover it, send me the deets. I'll look him up. I'll find out what I can. Um, if there are any interesting rallies or protests or anything you want me to attend or, you know, just for body count or whatever, I'm in. But you got to be within like two hours. So we're talking down in San Diego, L.A. area, um, Riverside area, eh, uh, Corona area maybe. But that's still kind of Riverside area. Um, yeah, within a two-hour radius of like the Temecula, Murrieta area, I am totally in for, you know, whatever you've got going. So send it my way. I would love if if I'm available that day, if I'm not either working or already attending an activist event, I'm in. Send it. Please let me know. Send it to my Facebook, send it to my Twitter, send it to my Instagram, whatever. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope those of you that were pride goers in the last month of June had an amazing time. Any of you that are going to San Diego Pride have an amazing time. I hope I meet some of you. I hope I hug some of you. Okay, now I might be sounding a little creepy. Um, just have an amazing week and have an amazing two weeks. And I will, next time I'm back, I think Pride will be my topic. And we'll just discuss the two days of Pride and everything that's gone on there. Unless something big happens between then and now. And, you know, anything's possible. Um because actually pride was meant to be the topic of this top podcast and then the Duncan Hunter stuff happened. So, you know, we got a little break. 
All right, take it easy. Have a good one. Have a good week. Have a good month. Have a good life. Um, And I will talk to you on the flip side. Bye, guys.